You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take a 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, 
Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network, on TimeForAnAwakening.com, and BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi, Hotep family. Hope everything is well for you today. On the day after African Liberation Day, May 25th, yesterday was African Liberation Day. We're celebrating it this weekend. And so I hope you get a, ch- hope you get a chance to do the same uh, this is African Perspectives. We're here every 
Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain or 8 to 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. But you can't not. If you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to the archives at timeforanawakening.com. Top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. You can use a shortcut. Go to whatever search engine you use and put in Baba. B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I dot net. Babaoshi dot net. And once again, there will be programs that are dated and titled. This is African Perspectives. And I'm glad to be here on this beautiful day. And other programming that we have here on African Perspectives is just two programs. (laughs) Come on, y'all. African Perspectives, <laughs> every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and Time for an Awakening, this evening at 8 p.m., 8 p.m., Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard, and then on Sunday, once again, 7 p.m., Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard, and the number to call is 215-490-9832, 215-490-9832. Time for an Awakening. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses, is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses, WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans. Brother Bomani Tahimba, he is uh, <clears throat> he is in Ghana on, a, on this day, African Liberation Day, obviously being planned that way, and it's a beautiful thing because Kwame Nkrumah was the first leader of that, of the African Union. And so he is there today, May 24th to June 5th. We will talk to him when he gets back. And But here are the other tours that are being planned, that are planned. July 20th through the 30th, Rwanda. November 16th through the 27th, Tanzania. December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia. March 29th to April 9th, Liberia. July 11th through the 23rd, 2024, Ghana. November 21st to December 2nd, Kemet. And April 1st to April 11th, 2025, Senegal and Gambia and I'm quite sure there'll be other trips as well and of course I will be letting you know because I want you to know after all you may decide because some have to make that a trip of a lifetime everything on the website is there for you everything that you need to make that trip of a lifetime whether you go with him or any or on your own or whatever Uh, all the documentations visas shots and so forth You know, and as well as pictures. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, brothers and sisters, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habashaw. Habashaw Incorporated. Habashaw stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. Habashaw has their, um, Organic Fest, which is going to be Saturday, June 24th, from noon to 8 p.m., 477 Windsor Street in Atlanta. 
and uh, they're going to have workshops, gardening tours, Kuma Children's Corner, holistic food vendors, and live entertainment. That's HabishawIncorporated.org, Organic Fest, June 24th, and the Habishaw Works Program. They launched the Kashi Project back in October of last year in Ghana. It's beautiful, beautiful buildings and so forth. Check it out yourself, HabishawIncorporated.org. Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Brother Peter Brown, they work in the four areas of human existence that are necessary for human existence, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects on six different countries in Ghana with over 100, <coughs> excuse me, with over 170 employees and over 260 members. Become a member of the Ledge Group, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. A-B-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I.com And they have their program coming up in July. The first annual A-B-B-I-T-U-M-I uh, conference on African power. The purpose of mapping strategies, tactics, techniques, and formations that lead to the effective and successful implementation of the once and for all solutions to the biggest problem on the planet. That is Africans coming to existence in power. Education, the areas they're looking at is education, of course, military, and institutional, economic, agricultural, technological, family, community, and nation. The conference is going to be in Ghana at, at the Bibi Atumi's headquarters, and it's going to be live streamed. Brothers and sisters, abibiatumi.com, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I.com. It's my pharmacy. Smy pharmacy, S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-T-A-C-Y.com. Brothers and sisters, give Brother Jabril a call at 770-765-7751. That's 770-765-7751. He will have a program for you. Tell him what's going on in your life. Tell him what you're doing and take, and he'll map a program out for you. Smile Pharmacy, if you want to contact by email, if you want to contact by email, go to S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. The Moses West Foundation, the Moses West Foundation, brothers, is the atmospheric water generating, <sighs> the atmospheric water generator, and I'm telling you, there's nothing more important, of course, than water. <laughs> yeah. So we've got to get um, Brother Moses on and, of course, Brother Apollo. The work that they've done, they changed the website. So go to the MosesWestFoundation.org. Look at what has been done and see for yourself. Okay, family? All right. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, located at uh, Ralph David Abernathy in the West End on Ralph David Abernathy, across the street from Soul Vegetarian, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, and up the street from there is the West End Mall. All that area is trying to be gentrified, but let's hold on, brothers and sisters, as best as we can. <laughs> The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263. Let me go back to Wadada's because on weekends, Saturday and Sunday, they serve vegan dishes at Wadada's. You know, Wadada's has all kinds of good stuff for you. Good health foods, um, you know, shakes, organic wellness. Oh, man, all kind of good stuff. So check out Wadada's. But let me go back to 
the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and much, much more. She also has uh, lecture series, book signings, and all kind of stuff like that. So check out the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The bookstore in Lithonia. That's Kazim Derajamu. The brother, brother Gazim there, I went by there, talked to him, man, got me, got my shoes together. I got the, that's right, I got me the Nat Turner's family. I got the Nat Turner's. That, that's, that, that's right. If, if Michael can have a, a shoe, Kobe, the, the K, Nat Turner got a shoe. That's right. Nat Turner's baby. Red, black, and green. I love him. And of course, <laughs> give Brother Kazim there a call at 404-519-8107. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me, family. 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. There is light in the black dot. And of course, that's going out west on I-20. Exit 74. Make a left head. You're headed north and then on a mile. So, uh, there's black dot on the left, but you get back on I-20, still heading east. The next exit, the next exit, I apologize, I think I said west, but no, it's east. The next exit is exit 75, Turner Hill Road. Three lights, make a right on the left, will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. Us lifting us, last night they had their um, their call every Thursday night from 9 to 10. 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Us lifting us on blogtalkradio.com. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash us lifting us. U-L-U. If you want to call to listen or you have questions, comments, or concerns, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop located in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abija, he has, he's got it going on. He's the African soap, holistic health, beauty products, oils, incense, CDs, DVDs, literature, paintings, furniture, fashion, Whew. and a vegan restaurant on the premise. That's right. He's open Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tuesday through, closed on Monday in Macon, Georgia. Give Brother B.J. a call at 478-256-1166 478-256-1166 Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. For more information, call my sister Shelly Amonset at 404-434- 7963 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. And Sanjay Dash Haiti, Sister Gabby is the, doing outstanding work in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti up in the hills. Uh, brothers and sisters, go online and check out what she's doing. You'll see for yourself the benefit. They rely on us. They have no government programs. There's no other handouts. They rely on us, the beautiful children in their uniforms, the children receiving health care, the children receiving instruction as far as sustainable agriculture, the children receiving information about how to market that for entrepreneurship. Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay 
www.haiti.org. Ah, okay, what we got now, family? Oh, that's right. The Baroudis. Baba Baroudi. That's right. At the Complementarity Conference next Saturday. I will not be here, but uh, man, my spirit will be there because it's beautiful. The ninth annual Complementarity Conference, African Love is Beautiful, Saturday from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's online from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Brothers and sisters, it's $35 a couple, $20 per adult, and $10 per teen. You can access it by registering the following. Make your donation of the, 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 the amounts that I've named to PayPal. PayPal address is Yah Baruti at Yahoo. Cash app, the cash app is dollar sign, Yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, and then Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I. And then, of course, make sure you put the pertinent information, complimentarity, your name, and your email address so you can receive the link. That's next Saturday, June 3rd, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., the Complimentarity Conference. And, of course, the Baba Barutis, they have a summer school program starting in June, next month, June 19th through July 14th. Uh, Mama Yah will be teaching language arts and math, okay? And uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Baba Rudy will be teaching our history on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9 to 11, and the chess from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Check them out. All right, what's next, family? <laughs> what's next? I'll tell you what's next. Uh, this is African Liberation Day. And, of course, uh, African Liberation Day. Oh, no, let me do what I must do, of course. Read the Inya Sassim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. And, of course, uh, other information that I need to, other information I need to read, you know. So, I think that's, I think that's important, family. I know you do, too. So, let me set this up for you. Yesterday was May 25th, of course, May 25th, just like uh, the 4th of July. It's always going to be on the 4th of July. That's how important it is to them. Christmas, December 25th, it's always going to be December 25th. And for us, May 25th always will be a day for African liberation to be discussed and observed. May 25th. Each generation must, out of relative obscurity, discover its mission, fulfill it, or betray it. Franz Fanon. In order for a people to extend themselves through time and attack, they must pass themselves, their personality and lessons learned, down through each successive generation. These things must be taught. Technological know-how and life lessons do not come through osmosis. These those new to society must be taught that people's reasons and beliefs, their personalities, their priorities, their preferences, dislikes, and pleasures, the logic behind their organic, mechanical, and spiritual choices, how things work, and why they choose to work in particular and idiosyncratic ways. You cannot build a nation without warriors willing to die for their people's right to be autonomous, to be self-defining, self-respecting, and maintain their traditional sense of self. At the same time, you cannot re-Africanize an, another African. 
even if that African is your child. In this ocean of insanity, we have been forced to swim in makes it too easy to be anything but African. We have to remember this when rearing our children into their African power. The parents' mission is to provide their children with access to all their spiritual, cultural, social, psychological inheritance, including their duty to and responsibility to the people. Let me repeat, including their duty and responsibility to the people. Our, see, here in this country, that duty and responsibility is to yourself, not even to your family, not even to your parents, it's just to yourself. Remember, this is, this is Europeans, and they perpetuate individualism, materialism, greed, and violence. Our mission is to remove obscurity from their vision. Once grown, it is their decision whether they will follow this honorable path or not. The only possible question African parents may have is, did we do our best with what we had and knew while we reared our children? Did we do our best with what we had and knew why we reared our children? Affirm, I've discovered and I'm fulfilling my mission. Affirm, I have discovered and I am fulfilling my mission. May 26. It is the essential nature of Western European society that threatens our existence, not just in mechanisms, not only its exploitive nature, nor its white supremacy, its white racism, anti-Africanism alone. There is no single aspect that accounts for its dangerousness. There is no single aspect. It's all encompassing about what they do. Mama Marimba, I need. Regardless of whether we consider Europeans as members of the same species or not, as intelligent, aware, warrior scholars, we have to recognize that there are profound differences between Africans and Europeans that originate at the cultural level, the Celic level, the Celi, the cultural seed, the level, and only manifest themselves at the cultural level. As it develops, as that seed develops and grows, it manifests itself at the cultural level. And those groups' personalities, differences, are what makes for differences at the level of individuals. Group thought and behavior is individual thought and behavior, no matter what insignificant idiosyncrasies in language, attire, diet that may be observed here and there. Deviations occur within a cultural matrix. They do not violate it. And individual behaviors within the specific cultural group to which they are native is group behavior. Therefore, if we are to understand European people as a whole, we have to look at their seely, which defines and determines all of their thought and behavior. That's why, brothers and sisters, I've always recommended and always will recommend Urugu. Dr. Marimba Ani's outstanding work, her seminal work, Urugu. It is a African-centered subtitle, subtitle, an African-centered critique of European cultural thought and behavior. We need to look at them and analyze them for how and who and what they are. Therefore, if we are to understand European people as a whole, we have to look to their asili, which defines and determines all their thought and behavior. And the core European and Syrian imperative is 
Simply put, domination. Domination over people, nature, and divinity accomplished through death, destruction, and denial of doing so. Death, domination, and destruction. If they can't dominate you, they'll kill you. If you can't come under their thought process, their modality of doing things, then you got to go. Affirm, I recognize all of my people's enemies. Affirm, I recognize all of my people's enemies. May 27. We must act as if it is impossible to fail. We must act as if it is impossible for us to fail. African proverb. We know that the substance of, of a righteously enraged warrior, a true asafo, a sage, a jegna, J-E-G-N-A, not mentor family, jegna, J-E-G-N-A, is very different from that of the average African. There's substance we call character. At the very center of this nature lies an indestructible intrepidation, a fundamental altruistic humanity and humility, a tested resilience, a critically intelligent common sense, a creative, persistent ingenuity, a vision of independence for all that is African, an immeasurable patience for the flaws in self and people, a righteousness grounded in knowing nothing is better than the African idea, a fortitude in the face of overwhelming adversities, an undying sense of duty and obligation to the tradition of African people, and an absolute uncompromisable belief in the fact that death is preferable to submission. These are the qualities our best warriors aspire to and possess. They are exact opposites, whether in whole or significant part, of the severely compromised character of those Africans whose visions of life is held captive within the death of the European nightmare. I say, I love Baba Rudy, man. Affirm, I act knowing I cannot fail. Affirm, I act knowing that I cannot fail. Brothers and sisters, the Inya, Sassim of daily revolutionary thought. The Inya Sassim of daily revolutionary thought. Yes, family, today is African Liberation Day. Well, no, it was yesterday. Okay. Yesterday, it was yesterday. But we're celebrating it all week, and tomorrow we'll, we'll be at uh, Pastor Slaughter's Church with African Liberation Day. Thanks to Brother Tut and Brother Lumumba, all the other good brothers and sisters who helped put African Liberation Day. As I said, you know, I know we celebrated Malcolm last week and a very beautiful turnout, and it turned out very well. Um, the vendors, I'm quite sure, some of them were very happy. Some brothers were out there and sisters out there, you know. Food vendors and every, everybody, you know. And then, of course, Juneteenth is coming up. And um, Juneteenth, I know in Milwaukee, Juneteenth is celebrated on June 19th. It's in Milwaukee. One of the oldest celebrations. I had to go back a couple years ago on the 20, uh, 2021 because it was two, 1971 
50 years. So I had to do that. I had to do that. It was beautiful. Seen so many people. That was the 50th celebration of, the, of Juneteenth Day, you know. And this year, Juneteenth Day is going to be on a Monday, June 19th. So I'm quite sure it's going to be celebrated that weekend prior, the 17th and 18th. Uh, you know, I saw Brother Bob Johnson, who has been putting on Juneteenth Day here for a good number of re- years. Good brother, Juneteenth Day. And, and and that's cool, you know. But one of the things about Juneteenth, and not trying to disparage it, but it's just always in my mind that we're celebrating the fact that these crackers got two and a half more years of work out of us, you know, in in Texas and Galveston in other parts of the United States because it just wasn't Texas that finally got that word. You know, there were other areas that got the word that, no, we're no longer in physical captivity. You know, we have been emancipated. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, so, but African Liberation Day is something that is, something that is global. That every African on this planet, past, present, excuse me, past, present, and future must understand it needs to happen. Africa must be liberated. Now, if you put in African liberation, a lot of times what comes up is Africa Day. Now, I'm so upset by the AU, which uh, did that, Africa Day. They did that. You know, because why? African liberation. Oh, yeah, African liberation. Sounds too strong. Worried about crackers. Worried about Europeans. We're about the, uh, the neo-colonialism. We're about, we're talking about African liberation. We ain't talking about no damn Africa Day. That don't mean, we're talking about that. It started May 25th in 1963. <sighs> Let me go to some of the Wikipedians. I'll give you a background when, when it began to change. The first con- Congress of Independent African States was held in Accra in April 58, but it was convened by Prime Minister of Ghana, Kwame Nkrumah, and, and comprised of representatives from various parts of the African world at the time. Basically, Egypt, then it was it's part of the United Arab Republic. Ethiopia, Liberia, Liberia, Libya, Morocco, Sudan, Tunisia, and the African people of Cameroon and most of the African country of Ghana. The Union of South Africa was not invited. They were in such turmoil at the time. The conference showcased progressive and programs of liberation movements in on the African continent, in addition to symbolizing the determination of, of people of African to free themselves through foreign domination and exploitation. Although the Pan-African Congress had been working toward similar goals since its foundation, 
around 1900, this was the first time that such a meeting was taking place on African soil. That deep. The conference called for the founding of the African Freedom Movement, African Liberation Day. Mark each year on the ongoing progress of the African Liberation Movement to symbolize the determination of the people of Africa to free themselves from foreign domination and exploitation. The conference was notably in that it laid the basis for the subsequent meetings of African heads of state and governments during the Casablanca group and the Monrovia group until the formation of the Organization of African Unity in 1963. And if you listen to the people in the history, the the Moroccan group was more progressive than the Monrovia group. And of course, let's take it slow. This is what our our good sister, Arkena, Chiambori, Sister Arkena and Chiambori, and um, that's why we'd like to let her speak. I would love to have her online, but I would like to let her speak because she has the history. She understands the history. She understands the, the conflicts of today. Five years later, on May 25th, 1963, representatives of 30 African nations had a meeting in Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa in Ethiopia, hosted by Emperor Haile Selassie. By then, more than two-thirds of the continent had achieved independence, mostly from imperial European states. At this meeting, the Organization of African Unity was founded with the initial aim to encourage the decolonization of Angola, Mozambique, South Africa, and Rhodesia. The organizations pledged to support the work conducted by freedom fighters and remove military bases and access to colonial nations. A charter was set out which sought to improve the living standards across the member states. So I remember Haile Selassie claimed, may this convention of union last thousands of years. The charter was signed by all attendees with the exception of Morocco. At that meeting, African Freedom Day or African Liberation Day was renamed African Liberation Day. In, in 2002, the OU was replaced. Here's the, here's the deal, y'all. In 2002, the OAU, the African Organization of African Un- of, of Unity was replaced by the African Union. However, the, the re- uh, named celebration of Africa Day continued to be celebrated on May 25th in respect of the OAU Africa Day. That's when they named it Africa Day. Africa Day continues to be celebrated both in Africa and around the world, mostly on May 25th, although in some cases these periods of celebration can be stretched out over a period of days and weeks like we have it now because of the day itself and you encompass the weekend. Themes are set for each year's Africa Day, with 2015 being the year of the woman, empowerment and development toward Africa's agenda of 2063, which will of course be 100 years since that day was set in 1963, 2063. At the event in New York City in 2015, Deputy Secretary General of the United Nations delivered a message from Secretary General Kimon in which he said, let us 
intensify our efforts to provide African women in better access to education, work, health care, and by doing so, accelerate Africa's transformation. The slogan of the 2023 Africa Day celebration is Our Africa, Our Future. You know, damn Africa Day family. You know, Africa Day is African Liberation Day. That's what it is, family. It's African Liberation Day. That's some other stuff. I tell you, man, Facebook, man, trips me out. Because I had found something on Facebook. I scrolled down and attempted to go back to it, and it was gone. It was gone. A nice piece I was going to read. <sighs> yeah, I know. So you know how I feel. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you know how I feel. This is always important because this is the truth. Family, this is always something that we have to understand. That we have to understand how this whole madness, I always haven't read these in a while, and so, you know, we need to understand how important this is that we stay familiar. Stay familiar with the struggle that we have. And it is a struggle. Yeah, it is a struggle. Let me see. What is that? Sometimes things just have a tendency to disappear. This is Ezra Erehon of the Sovereign Psyche, his book. Ezra Erehon has been on this program. A very good brother, been on uh, Brother Elliot's program many times. But this quote is just so dynamic. This quote should be used by us consistently to help as a constant reminder. There is no other historical instance, I repeat, there is no other historical instance of a formerly enslaved people who valued integration with their former captors to the point that they completely abandoned the superior wealth of their own homeland. I know sometimes people will call to the program and and they don't put the blame where it squarely belongs. They put it on us. I don't debate anybody about that because to me, it's fruitless and it's a waste of time because my contention is I put the blame where it squarely belongs on Europeans and I don't want to debate that. Okay? They are the root of the problem. They are the crux of the problem. European, Caucasian, extremism, racism and privilege, white supremacy is the root of the problem. They have worked it so well they worked it so well that we have abandoned 
the wealth of Africa to live in Europe, to live in America. More doctors of, of Nigerian descent in America than in Nigeria. And the same is true, I believe, of Ghanaians. Because they have been in, they have been trapped. They have been captured. Their minds are captured in, 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 with the idea of individualism. I worry about me. I worry about me. I don't care about them. Individualism, materialism, greed, and violence. There is no historical instance of a formerly enslaved people who valued integrating with their former captors to the point that they completely abandoned the superior wealth of their own homeland. That's that, brother, love you for that because that is just the, the bottom line. That is a great quote. That is a great quote. And you come to this one. And I always, and, and to me, it's important to read these. You know, is it, it really is. It's important to read these. So here's Macaulay Calkin. <laughs> this is Lord Macaulay. Lord Macaulay. He said this in. February 2nd of 1835. I have traveled across the length and breadth of Africa and I have not seen one person who is a beggar, who is a thief. Such wealth I have seen in this country, such high moral values, people of such caliber that I did not think we would be ever able to conquer this country unless we break the very backbone of this nation which is her spiritual and cultural heritage and therefore her culture. Break the backbone of her culture, her spiritual, her culture. I propose that we replace her old and ancient education system, her culture. For if the Africans think that all that is foreign and English is good and greater than their own, they will lose their self-esteem their native culture, and they will become what we want them to be, a truly dominated nation. You know, I, in my first trip to Ghana, I was talking with some young people, and they were espousing the virtues of Britain, how great it is, how they want to go to London, how they want to be educated, you know, there, family, I just can't express enough how deep this is. You know, I really can't. I really can't. I can't express it enough how deep this is. In 1961, at the speech for freedom, speech of freedom, Kwame Nkrumah said, I believe strongly and sincerely with the deep-rooted wisdom and dignity and innate respect for human lives and the intense humanity 
that is our heritage. The African culture united under one federal government will emerge not just as another world block to flaunt its wealth and strength, but as a great power whose greatness is indestructible because it is built not on fear, envy, and suspicion, nor won at the expense of others, but founded on the hope, trust, and friendship and directed to the good of all mankind. Some years later, he said this, if we do not approach the problems in Africa with a common front and a common purpose, we shall be haggling and wrangling amongst ourselves until we are colonized again and become the trolls of a far greater colonialism than we had suffered heretofore. Prophetic and, prophetic and pathetic. To be truly liberated, African people must come to know the nature of European thought and behavior in order to understand the effect that the European has had on our ability to think victorious. Because what you can't conceive, you will never achieve. We must be able to separate our thoughts from their thoughts. To visualize a future that is not dominated by Europeans. This is demanded by an African-centered view. Because why? Because we are Africans. And because the future to which Europe leads us is genocide. That's a fact, family. That's why African Liberation Day is so important. That's why African Liberation Day is so important. Yeah. That's why I'm saying this holiday, or no, this observance. shouldn't call it a holiday. African Liberation Day is an observance. Is a time to come together and reflect. African Liberation Day is something that we as African people come together to deal with. Brothers and sisters, you know, I can't say it enough, but African Liberation Day. Let me play something right here. In 1963, heads of states of 32 independent African states, as well as representatives from African liberation movements, met in Addis Ababa in Ethiopia to chart the way forward for a unified approach in the fight for complete independence and freedom of African people from the yokes of imperialism, colonialism, and apartheid. The desire for unity in action culminated in the historic creation of Africa's first multilateral organization, the Organization of African Unity, the OAU, and the signing of the OAU Charter on the 25th of May 1963, celebrated to this day as Africa Day. 
The OAU was the manifestation of the vision of an Africa that was united, free, and in control of its own destiny. Guided by the OAU Charter, the organization undertook to support liberation movements and to accelerate Africa's journey to complete independence while advocating for increased economic, social and cultural cooperation and unity among African countries, which was enshrined in charters and treaties that advocated for collective action if Africa was to achieve its development goals such as the treaty establishing the African Economic Community, popularly referred to as the Abuja Treaty. The drive towards increased regional cooperation and integration of African states to drive Africa's growth and economic development resulted in the decision on the 9th of September 1999 to transform the OAU into the African Union. The African Union was launched in July 2002 in Durban, South Africa, with the vision for an integrated, prosperous and peaceful Africa, driven by its own citizens and representing a dynamic force in the global arena. To realize its vision, the African Union adopted a development framework for the continent, Agenda 2063, as the foundation for delivering Africa's long-term socio-economic transformation that benefits all Africans and encapsulated in the seven aspirations of Agenda 2063 and key continental flagship projects that will transform the continent. Since its formation, the African Union has made great strides in the areas of peace and security, gender, trade, agriculture, the creation of pan-African institutions, youth employment, health, education, and many others. To ensure that the African Union is best placed to serve the continent, the organization has embarked on further transformation through the institutional reforms in order to accelerate, reinforce, and ensure service delivery to the African citizenry by focusing on key priorities with continental scope, realigning African Union institutions, connecting the African Union to its citizens, financing the African Union sustainably and with the full ownership of the member states. Managing the business of the African Union effectively and efficiently at both the political and operational levels. To ensure that ultimately we achieve the vision for the Africa we want. The Africa we want? Or is it the Africa we deserve? <laughs> I tell you, you know, I, I can't say it enough, family. Over time, we're easily co-opted. Over time, we're easily played. We don't say, like, this is what we're going to do firmly. 
and let nothing interfere with that. Let nothing, no interpolation, no anything, no distractions, no nothing. That is the course. That is the direction. Africa Day. The AU, the African Union did that shit. Just like there is no black Africans, they're only Africans. Because to say there's black Africans means that there's what, other kinds of Africans. No, there's only one kind of African. And that is an African person who is indigenous to Africa. I don't give a damn how long the British, the Portuguese, uh, the Germans, the Arabs, I don't give a damn how long they've been there. They are not African. I don't care how long we've been in the diaspora, America, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, wherever. We're African. And we should support and help develop Africa. I'm going to take a break, family. Let me come back from the break more and get you in this conversation and what you feel about African Liberation Day. To me, it's the most important observance. Once again, this is not a holiday. This is not something, I mean, we commemorated Malcolm's birthday this past weekend and we, and we celebrated. It was great. Good music, good people. It was beautiful. But this ain't that. This ain't that. We want to celebrate. No, we want to observe and then put emphasis and energy into that, into that observance. You know? Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. So, let's get ready to do this, family. I know, I know. I know, Brother Oshi. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, I'm committed and have been committed for a very long time and to the day that I expire to African liberation African self-determination the things I've read the, place, the, 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 the attention I've given to things because I can't see why we cannot handle our own affairs. We cannot control the resources and land on the continent. But we cannot be major players in the world instead of the pawns that we become. I'm serious. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, we're going to be more discussion and, of course, uh, talking about African Liberation Day. So you stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Brothers and sisters, welcome back. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. So Makusa, Manu, Manu Dabanga, he died in the AIDS Peace first it surfaced back in twenty nineteen twenty. I think he died in early nineteen twenty, the middle of nineteen twenty. Whatever. Yeah, brother Manu Dabanga. Soma Kusa. Uh we're talking about the commemoration, the acknowledgement, the observance, the serious to put into practice of the African Liberation Day and the African Liberation Movement. All of these things that are, uh, at least that I know that I participate in and I, you know, uh, encourage others to participate in, these things, such as Kwanzaa, all of these things are designed to change the mentality and attitude of African people. All of these things are designed to encourage unification of African people and the re-Africanization of African people. All of these things. I mean, I don't want to say some things that are not that we do, but all of these things are designed to help us come into that reality that Africa must unite. Probably the most important organization right at this moment in terms of African liberation is the Pan-African Federalist Movement because it is calling for that. It has members across the, across the globe. It is calling for that. Well, let me Go back to the uh, (laughs) here's a clarion call for the unification of Africa. For more videos on people's struggles, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. May 25th is celebrated as African Liberation Day. The day marks the foundation of the organization of African unity in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia in 1963. The formation of the OAU, or the Organization of African Unity, was a key moment in a centuries-long struggle against colonialism, capitalism, and imperialism. For more than 500 years, African people have been dehumanized and degraded, with their bodies and labor commodified to enrich a ruling elite. From slave labor on cotton and sugar plantations, to the extraction of gold and diamonds from the earth, The development of Europe and the Americas happened through the rapid exploitation of African people. Through the collective experiences of deprivation, African people in the diaspora and continent developed a resistance movement. There were many milestones in this process. The formation of independent maroon communities by former slaves and Afro-Caribbean people, the first Pan-African Conference held in 1900, the fifth Pan-African Congress in Manchester, 1945, 
and over the decades political consciousness grew around the necessity to wage a revolutionary pan-african struggle against colonial and imperial rule in the 20th century the revolutionary anti-colonial movements culminated in the mid-century with the independence of several african nations from european powers and the formation of the organization of african unity African Liberation Day as it came to be known was born from the fierce fight for a new society as Kwame Nkrumah said the African Revolution while still concentrating its main effort on the destruction of imperialism colonialism and neocolonialism aims at the same time to bring about a radical transformation of society the choice has already been made by the workers and peasants of Africa they have chosen liberation and unification for the political unification of africa and socialism are synonymous one cannot be achieved without the other today african unity and liberation from exploitation is a distant reality western sahara and some islands in the indian ocean remain under colonial rule capitalism continues to brutally ravage and exploit africa and its people the imf and world bank have consistently imposed a neo-colonial agenda on the continent and the organization of african unity now known as the african union is a puppet of capital and elite interests The international working class on May 25th celebrates the victories of revolutionary pan-africanism on African Liberation Day it recalls the long history of struggles against class exploitation the working class knows more than ever that attaining full emancipation demands a revolution from below in the interests of people over profit the only antidote to imperialism that continues to impoverish the african people is an organized force in africa ready to pursue pan africanism and the scientific socialism of the ones that I listen to and play I, because it still has the understanding of the African fervor of liberation no no damn africa day <laughs> it's african liberation day it's no such thing as africa day but of course africa's done that you know africa day Give us a call at 215-490-9832, 215-490-9832 to get involved in this discussion on African liberation. Uh, I know that uh, it doesn't happen too much um, across the country or around the world because that's what they did. They neutered it by some damn Africa Day. They weakened it, you know, anybody who claims to be african the europeans the caucasians the koreans i saw this read this one piece of these koreans yeah we african we been here been here for over 50 60 years got we got our stores here we make our money here some of us have married africans just like the chinese chinese killed all of the female babies there are communities in china where there is hordes of men Some of these men went to Africa. And the African women and the African men allowed it to happen. 
to marry African women. And some of these men who have offspring, that offspring they believe will make a claim to Africa, benefiting them ultimately. So the struggle for Africa, the scramble for Africa continues. It continues. Uh, Mama Nabantu, Mama Nabantu, good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm fine. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm in, I believe I'm in good voice. I, I hope I sound pretty good. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And um, it's just that, uh, you know, knowing all of these things that have transpired and how important it is. And like I said, the most I think the the organization working towards liberation and sovereignty for African people is the Pan-African Federalist Movement. You're talking about unifying Africa. One Africa. There there are not 54 sovereign nations. Never has been not not sovereign. There are 54 manipulated, undermined nations with leadership of neocolonialism. You know, that's right. that's what's been happening on the continent now for decades. And what Pan-African Federalist Movement wants to do is eliminate that and have African countries unite. Yes, have right. them unite. Because... I think any rational person can understand and see that the only solution for Africa and African people is unity. That's why the Kwanzaa celebration is so strong. The underlining theme of Kwanzaa is unity. Is unity in all the different areas of it. We need it. And I know there's so many of us because of we of, of such self-hatred and all the negativity cannot believe, cannot fathom, cannot even put it into their mind of Africans unifying. I know people like that. Mm. They just can't fathom, they just can't believe it because we're so self-hating. You know, it, it, it's it's taken a while. And I know they uh, the first piece I played talked about the African project of 2063, which is, of course, would signify 100 years since the African Union took place or since Africa uh, talked about African liberation. You know, and I know that uh, so many years ago, the AU came into existence. It was weak, pathetic, and it changed African Liberation Day because obviously that word is too damn strong for them to Africa Day. Damn Africa Day. So if you if you go on to YouTube and you put in African liberation, you'll get Africa Day. Mm. You know. Mm. Yeah, Africa Day. And and so this battle, Mama uh Nabantu, is an ongoing battle. And if we're to win it, then we need we need, we need us to understand for those of us who have chosen this battle 
Either you help us or you get the hell out of the way. I I also know that there are some of us who are so damn weak who will do the bidding to either be agent provocateurs and undermine things or to be agents who will come in with the idea they're here to help and bring that information back to the colonizer, back to the European. I know these things, but damn it, aside from that, we got to do it anyway. If we got to develop Mm -hmm. more secure methods, we'll do so, but we have to do it anyways. It is my, my, you know, the, 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 even though we say on this program, you know, this program is about independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. But the motto of the program is Pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. And that is mm-hmm. a fact. That is a fact. If we don't do mm-hmm. that, it's over for us. That's right. And there's no doubt about it. So I'm glad you're out here listening once again and hope you'll see you tomorrow at the um, African Liberation Day at Pastor Slaughter's Church put on by a number of organizations, Brother Tut Moses, Sankara, Mm -hmm. ASCAC, Brother uh, Lumumba, so many others. I look forward to it. Hope to see you there, Mama Nabantu. Have a blessed day. I certainly also want to announce that the Friends of African Union will propose a repertory justice for people of African descent. For the history of 34 million in the global African slave trade from the 7th century A.D. to 1962. 1962 is when Saudi Arabia claimed to stop slavery, but we know it still has continued. Right. Uh, this Black Folk Plan of Respiratory Justice Update of 2023 was originally proposed at the Commission on the Status of Women 67 meeting with the unveiling of 75 trillion global contact for democracy with a just economy to pandemic proof the world using um, Herschel Daniels um, idea and saying that over 620 billion the bank based community benefit agreements created since 2016 and the seven pillars of social justice of Africa, African capitalism. So this is going on right now. Um, well, actually, the, uh, the session, the second session of the Forum for Permanent uh, People of uh, African Descent starts on May 30th in the UN. I think Kwame Kalamara is going to be there. Uh, I believe he's going to be speaking. They only give you two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Propose that this Forum on People of African Descent should be permanent and not ending on the 24th, the other one they proposed. And it really didn't do a whole lot with that. So I'm looking forward to see what comes out of this. Yeah. And I'll talking with those leaders about the Pan-African Fellows Movement and how um, we need to be uh, considered. In fact, right. we are talking where they want to go. And we're also making some movements to do that because we're not just talking. We are right. organizing. Exactly. We're organizing. All right, my yeah. sister. All right. Thank you, Mama Nabantu. Okay. Peace. You're welcome. Peace.
443-443, good afternoon. Good morning, Baba, Baba OG. Hey, what's up, Brother Irv? How are you, dear brother? Uh, brother, I'm enjoying the show, man. Just listening uh, to about the observance of uh, the African liberation. And, 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 you know, when you said it was an observance, uh, Baba Oshi, it, it, it sparked so many thoughts in my mind about um, about holidays. I don't, I stopped celebrating holidays uh, quite a long time ago because I, 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 I'm a revolutionary. So when someone tells me to, to look right, I usually look left. And they tell me I got to do President's Day. Yeah. I, I said, what, what presidents are you talking about? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and 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 people tend to look at me, look at me a little different, and I'm okay with that, because Baba Oshi, when you step out for your people, you're you're doing just that. You're stepping out. Yes. You're, you're not walking in. You're, usually, you're not walking in lockstep with the status quo, because we live in a state of comfortability. Right. We get up, we go to the store, we get uh, we get uh, what we call what we think we're eating is food, which is biological GMO'd, soy laden, yeah. uh, what we call food to keep us going. But we eat that, and we can go get it. We get water, turn the water on, it comes on. But in other countries, the lights go out, the, the grid goes down, the the water is not readily available. Right, water, water, and you talk about that every. Every time the Every show program. comes on, you talk about yes. water. Yes. Something we take for granted. Something we, we turn on and forget. Oh damn, is the water leaking? Leaking? Are you what you, what you mean what you mean when you say leaking, that means you just running the water for no reason? Wasting. And and mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we look we think about those things, but but when you step outside of the status quo and you start to walk uh, you look around and you and it may be a few of you, it may you may be the only one. So you have to be prepared for that. You have to be prepared for that level of isolation. Brother, so, hey, for... Brother Irv, so be it. Yeah. So be it. There you go. There you go. I give less than a rat's so ass. Be so it. be it. You know. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and, and, you know, and when you see, and that's why when I see young people who have been bitten by the spirit of revolution, have been bitten by the spirit of liberation, have been have and they and they're talking as if they've been it took me almost 60 years to get where I am right now mm-hmm. I, I I went along with the I got went along with the get along and I was one of the best at it you know you couldn't tell me I wasn't the man with my European clothes on and my Air Jordans on mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. playing basketball and the girls love me and everybody I'm doing <laughs> so well you, you can't tell me I turned into Bill Cost there you know, but then you looked up. <laughs> then you looked up, and you you. I went out to L.A. and I saw some brothers that had some things. I saw some sisters and some white folks and all different colors of people. That wasn't the issue. The issue was the things they had. And I said, I thought I had. Man, I got a nice car. I got a. I got a house. These brothers got. They live in hotels. They call houses. They they have a four or five garages full of cars. Anything you see is times a thousand. And you go, damn, I can't keep up with this. If I keep trying to get these material things, I'm not going to keep up with it. And then as you get older, you watch people fall off. And, and, and you tell me, you tell me what did, uh, what did Tina Turner take with her when she left the other day? Nothing. What did, yeah, what did Harry Belafonte take with him when he left? Not last a, week, not a what did Bill thing. Jim Brown take with him? He, he he took the same thing with him that he brought with him. Nothing. He, you, you don't take none of this. None of this goes with you. The only thing that stays on this earth is the work that you've done. 
And the only time you live is when people speak of you or think of you, so you never die. That's right. Because because you you put the, you and when you put the work in, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. The, and and you know I, I grew up in a Christian church because I had to. I, I didn't know of any other religion because they they don't teach any other religion. Right. It's only right. this. Exactly. But in the Christian church, well, I mean, <laughs> now, realistically, because in, in the theologies, if you grew up in a Muslim country or you grew up in a Muslim family. You're gonna be a Muslim. If you grew up in, in, in Yiddish or Jewish, you're gonna be that. You're gonna be, you you lived here in, in America, and, and 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 Christianity has been imposed upon us. You're gonna grow up that way, and that's just the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 what I was gonna say really quickly, and I'm gonna let someone else speak. What what they say in that religion is, and and, and don't, I don't get me wrong. I don't put down anybody's religion or anybody's belief. You believe what you want to believe, bro. But um. They say, let the let the life I've lived speak for me. And that is so, it, it resonates with me. Because the reality is, Oshi, all I'm going to remember about you is the things that come out your mouth, the things that you say. I can, it, your, 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 your physicalness will fade. I don't know, I didn't know young Oshi. I didn't know middle-aged Oshi. I know Oshi now. You know, oh, but you old Oshi. You, so please, <laughs> you know what the guy say? You're only old as you feel. That's he right. said that from his hospital bed. <laughs> anyway, my, <laughs> okay, brother. But but my point is, you you the work that you do uh, speaks for speaks volumes. Um, you say more uh, not saying anything than you do jumping up and down and hollering and sitting on the steps with a sign and wearing your shoes out, walking up and down the street. If that's what you feel like doing, you do it, brother, because we all play a part in this because we didn't get here overnight. We're not going to get out of this overnight, but what we are going to do is we're going to get out of it. Yes, Because if, you, if we don't do anything as yes, a people, are. the Caucasians that we live around will destroy this planet that's themselves right. and us in it. That's they right. have... These Caucasians have set the house on fire with everybody in the house mm-hmm. because they have they, they they have a warped sense of, of balance in their mind. There's no balance in, in Arugu. There, he, the, the white man doesn't understand that you have to live with the world and not against the world. Right. He lives against the universe because he wants to be God. He has a God complex. I created Frankenstein. I cre- no, you ain't create a damn thing. You ain't creating nothing. You're, cre- you're you're destroying things. And as you sit here and say, I can be what I want to be because I feel like a well, damn it, I feel like a revolutionary. So that's what I identify as. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing revolutionary things. I say. So happy liberation, my brother. Right on. I Let somebody else speak. All right. Hold I on. Say. All right. Six, six, four, six, six, four, six. Good afternoon. I see Irv was talking about the imperfect Urugu. Why not just call them the imperfect cracker? <laughs> and get it over with. And get it stop, over with. Stop, huh? stop, stop playing games. Because that's all they are, the imperfect yeah. cracker. Me and Baba Baruti was talking about that yesterday. I mean, these, these people are just savages, man. You know? Yeah. I just want to know how much long it's going to be before it all falls down. You know, well, what, is, what, well, are they, what are they waiting for? Well, my contention is this, uh, uh, Brother Jay, is that this is not us. And so we need to get out of it. Just because they're going to crash doesn't mean we have to crash. But we believe that 
yeah. our, uh, uh, we are tied to them, that they're, uh, you know, uh, what happens with them, you know, whatever they, they, they do happens to us. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Not at all. Get the Not hell out from un- um, amongst them. Get away from them. Separate yourself. Don't let nobody. Don't let nobody fool you with that. With that nonsense yeah. that we are. That we, we all in the same boat. We, yeah. we, we we so called brothers, man. Did I ask you? Did I ask you? Did you know of this so called professor Afrocentric? Monkey Man, Twisted Sister, out of Clark University, Daniel Black. No, I, I don't know him. No, I... yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look this this character up, man, because you know he's one of those Monkey Man, Twisted Sisters who like to promote that homosexuality was part of our African culture. That's some you know bullshit. what I mean. I'm and, sorry, brother. And, no, no, Jay. And, and, and certain, no, listen, listen. Let me finish the point. In certain um, circles, they're really trying to push this this this, this character clown, whatever you want to say, because he's a he's a slick talker. He's a he's a real good good talker. I've heard a couple of uh, interviews with him, but he's also one of those dangerous. Negroes that 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 need to be watched. Oh, you see, you he's out. He's mean? out of Clark, Atlanta. What is his name again? I almost got caught up in him. What's his name again? Daniel Black. Daniel Black, Professor Daniel Black, or Doctor Daniel, Daniel Black of, of um, Clark, Clark, Atlanta. Clark, Clark University. Yeah, yeah. Baba, okay. Baba schooled me on him because I because I had heard him a couple of times and I knew he was a monkey man okay. and I knew what he was. He was trying to promote, but mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure. So okay. I asked Baba, and Baba let me Baba let me know what he was about, and then I did a little little more research on him. He's a dangerous character, man, and they got a lot and lot and lot of cats like that that's coming out of the woodworks. Because, you know, their whole thing is they got to get us to accept that sugar honey iced tea. No. And um, we can't we can't go for it. You, but, you, you know, you let know, me say this. The, let me say this before I, I, I go to another caller, uh, Jay. The sister that gave me my name many years ago, her husband, Nana Hochi, very respected in the Ifa, very. And, and and at the naming ceremony, she says, I see you in the community, and this is the name I believe that is fits you most, Oshiyemi Adelapu. That was back in the 80s. I chose to, to go ahead and, and, and change my name legally. Back in the, uh, It was legal by 1992. Highly respected. They moved here to Atlanta. Very respected in the community of Milwaukee. They moved here to Atlanta. Very respected here and anywhere else. He died some time ago. But there's a piece that I read about him dealing with this because he moved to Atlanta. Atlanta is the homosexual African-American. Exactly. Gay capital. And he said, of all my studies, I have looked at African cultures historically, presently, and so forth, I have never found homosexuality to be a part of African culture. But yet, it's happening today. Yep. 
It's happening today. Yep. And they so they're trying to push that nonsense yes. on us, brother. Yes. And and it's so many of us it's so many of us who are going along with it based on that fantasy word of inclusion. Yes. You know, that that that's a real, real dangerous word, that word inclusion. Because there there is no inclusion. Don't don't let nobody get it twisted or get you twisted with that nonsense about there's inclusion, cause cause there isn't. And um, anybody who tries to push that on you, you gotta really really watch them closely because they got an agenda that they trying to push forward right. to um, marginalize you as a human being and definitely as an African. Right. Right on, Jay. I appreciate you, man. Go ahead, man. You could um, take your your next caller. Thank you, brother. Brother Paul. Whoa, brother Paul. How you doing today? Brother Ochi, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. So glad you're out there, man. So glad that you're above ground. Well, the raw is, uh, today is one day where raw is um, excelling itself. So, um, you know, as, as well as trying to um, earn a living to pay the bills, I'm trying to enjoy the, the power of the sun. Right on. So every opportunity I get, I, I kind of skive off and do it. <laughs> and taking some sun. That's right. It's good to that. See, Absolutely. that's the thing that, that, that was later brought out. And actually, really was brought out when the pandemic first started happening. They said, get your ass out of the house and all scared and shit. Get your ass in the sun. Vitamin yes. D, you need vitamin D and, and, and living a more healthy lifestyle of what you ingest, of what you drink. Get your ass into the sun. But anyway, go ahead, Brother Jay. I mean, uh, uh, Brother Paul, sorry. It's important. Um, you know, you're talking about uh, African Liberation Day and the African Union. Um, I don't know um, what you understand by the sixth region, but what, what I've heard others say, I'm not saying that I fully understand uh, the implications of it or what it really means. But I've heard um, people talk on it and what they suggest is that the, the sixth region is the um, uh, part of the African Union is those outside of of the of Africa. Right. Um, the who, diaspora. Who connected, yes. Yeah. Who are connected to... Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm always... Uh, sorry to divert a little bit, but I'm always hesitant to use that word diaspora, you know. Because I understand, what I understand by diaspora, that it means a Jewish homeland, diaspora. Um, I know that we people use it to mean homeland, but I, it, originally, it was originally created to mean Jewish homeland. Really? I didn't know that. But I, that's, all I looked at and heard about diaspora is dispersed. You're dispersed from your, dispersed from your homeland. You're dispersed. So I can understand what you're saying by that because that's uh, the, the, one of the fables of, 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 of the Jews being dispersed around you know and so yeah okay yeah no but i, I know we uh, it, it, you know words words change and we use them for different meanings so i'm uh, but i always feel a bit reluctant to use that word anyway but you know the sixth region um uh, i don't know if we discuss or explore it enough because um I, I suppose it was it, it, the intention was to give those outside of the of Africa a seat on the African Union. Yes, but as yes. far as I understand, from what I from what I'm gathering, 
I don't think we, or maybe you can correct me, that we have organized ourselves effectively enough to make uh, or, or implement it or use it effectively, because that really should represent um, uh, you, you in America, us in the UK, those in the Caribbean, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, coming together and having a say within the African Union. I agree, and you're right. Is that true? Yeah. Right. But that hasn't okay. happened because of how fragmented that we are. So that's my that was my understanding as well. And I don't even know, uh, maybe Mama Nabantu might know um, as it relates to that. And, and, and uh, what kind of voice does the Pan-African Federalist Movement have as it relates to the African Union? But once again, it's the African Union that is so damn weak. It's the African Union that changed the name from African Liberation Day, how strong that sounds to Africa Day, you know. Absolutely. I, 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 I hear your sentiments. You know, for me personally, um, this thing has become, um, this this struggle has become an everyday, uh, there's not a day where in my life, um, since I've known myself, that I haven't had this um, African consciousness. I, I don't think there's ever been a day in my life. I've always been, even as a young person, my, my parents would tell you, I've always been a, a rebel. I've always, in school, I was a rebel. And it was, I wasn't a rebel without a cause. I always felt, even as, as long as I remember myself, I always felt that we had to come together. And I did that. I did that. When I was in junior school, I remember the, the, the teachers wrote home and said, he's in a gang. That's what they wrote <laughs> home and said. Yeah. He's in a gang in junior school. And it was because, I know why they said it, it's because I, I knew that we were uh, in the minority. So I needed to have the black boys around me because we was, uh, we was, we was, Right. Um, minority. So, in order for us to be strong, we had right. to be together. I, I made that happen. I always made that happen. If, when I was in sport, I made that happen. I just mm. naturally made that happen. Mm -hmm. You understand? So, I there's never been a day in my mind, never since I've been born, that this. this so, for me, this African liberation thing is 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 just a constant, everyday thing for me. It's an mm -hmm. everyday, every minute. Every, it's, it's just part of my being that we have to liberate firstly our minds and right. that's what I try and do every day every day I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking about the liberation of my mind every day there's not a yes. second what goes past yes. and that's why you hear me on this radio station because I will use every effort everything I can exploit everything my voice my writing my art, I even do art, even I can do music. Whatever I can use, I will use it. I was in hip hop. When I was in New York, I came back, I brought break beats back. We brought break beats back to, no one ever heard, no one knew what they were. We, you know, we used to sell them on cassette because I recognized that that was something to do with us. You understand? So the reality of it is, for me, whether they call it, Afri for me personally, whether they call it African Liberation Day or Africa Day, that makes no difference to me. Because it's in my fabric, it's in my psyche, it's in my DNA. And I just encourage others to get to that level. That yeah, it must be in your I agree. It I agree. must be in your psyche. Mm. It must be in your thought process. It can't be just a, a soundbite that you use to just, I don't know, make noise. It can't be that. 
you understand it must you know you know let me just leave you this uh, uh give you this thing yeah i have one uh three daughters but one of my daughters is quite rebellious yeah and every time i complain about i'll be complaining about her to somebody <laughs> you know and they turn around and say to me but that sounds like you mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and it's almost it's, it's, it's it's almost like, you know, when they say that to me, because I forget sometimes, uh-huh. and, and it's almost like a low blow. I, I have to be honest. It's almost like I've done martial arts, and if you hit a person in the solar plexus or in a pressure point, what it does, it, it shocks the nerve system. It freezes them. Yeah? Yes. And that's how it feels. It feels like I can't argue. You can't say nothing, because then I realize, bloody hell, she's like me. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it becomes a reflection of myself, which I don't see. I just do what I do. And then... But I noticed something, yeah, um, because I talked to her about certain things and she'd already have an argument with me and I thought, well, she's not really interested, you know. She's a very pretty girl. She's into the fingernails and the eyelashes things, which, you know. I, <laughs> hey, that's I, young I, ladies. I, that's, that's young her. ladies. <laughs> huh? I said, that's young ladies. That's for sure. Oh, exactly. But yeah. what, you know what I've noticed recently, yeah? A lot of the things I'm, I, I, because you can see who's looking at some of your stuff, yeah? I've noticed that she's looking at a lot of stuff all of a sudden. Very much. You understand? I'm sharing, you know. Um, I don't put it on them, but I notice her in particular is all of a sudden looking at an increasing amount of stuff. She won't come to me and say that, but mm-hmm. I notice she's, you know. So the, the bottom line is, you know, I'm saying you, if yeah. it's in your DNA, if it's in the fabric of your fiber, we don't even need to shout because the truth will set you free. And eventually the truth that does not beg any friends it doesn't need any enemies. The truth is just what it is. It is. And it, it is will overcome. It yes, sir. Everything. Ashe. Right on, Brother Paul. Appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. You know, we got some more minutes left. And if you want to join this conversation, dial 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. And you can get in on this conversation. We're definitely talking about African Liberation Day which was yesterday, the 25th of May, you know, and it's a day that I believe that we as African people globally, globally, imagine on that day, May 25th, next year, should have been last year, should have been this year, because this is 60th year, but next year that we make a a serious noise in terms of May 25th regardless of the day that it falls well probably be falling on let me see let me see here what day gonna be falling on next year yeah it's gonna be falling on the Saturday that's right it's gonna be falling on a Saturday so that's a good celebration a good commemoration day on a Saturday in fact a few years ago I think it was 19. 2019, it was on a Saturday. And um, Brother Damani had hooked up. We were broadcasting around the world. Around the world. People, he had it hooked up where uh, we had presentations and I was the moderator. And man, it was beautiful. Had my friend Tejumala Oluboni. He made a presentation for African Liberation Day. You know, I think it was beautiful. We had, had drumming, we had songs, we. Uh, uh, Mama Baina Bello, you know, she, I think she was in Haiti at the time, in, at her home in Haiti. So, uh, you know, 
that's the that's the beauty of of that that we could do something like that you know and for those who were in tune with it hook up to it and you know some of it uh, was videoed yes but what's most important is not that that happens like that but it happens because it is instilled into our hearts, into our minds, that we want to work for the liberation of Africa, for Africa's people, Africa's land, Africa's resources, and being players in the world where when they go to the UN or any other world body, we are there respectfully. We are there participating and making sure that the interests of Africa and Africa's people are acknowledged and observed and that nobody undermines us. Nobody comes together and do something that uh, next thing we know we're under the yoke of another colonizer. We're under the thumb of somebody who takes our resources. And, and to me, family, at this stage, at this juncture to look at it, we can honestly say Africa has been plundered for hundreds of years. Africa has been raped for hundreds of years, but yet it still has more resources today than anywhere else. So we can cut off, we can turn off that 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 spigot, that 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 siphon. We can turn that off. We can turn off that leak. We can turn off that flow. We can turn all of that off. You want Africa's resources? You need Africa's resources? You will get Africa's resources at fair market value. Unlike what Howard Nicholas, we must keep Africa poor because we want her resources and we want them at we want them cheaply or just take them. We must go ahead and develop ways to kill Africans. Yo, go ahead, Jay. Did you see that special um, that they was talking about the military-industrial complex on 60 Minutes um, last Sunday? No, I didn't. Well, I didn't see it either, but I heard about it. And they were saying how the overspending on products purchased through the um, military and the money that is absolutely wasted in the military could change the lives of so many people if they would just pay the rightful price for items. They were saying something like something that costs $300, they'll spend an extra $10,000 on that item. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, that's been that's been how, a case for for the military for for for, for decades that they you know because yeah, that came in. But I wonder, I wonder why our great special Negro like um, Clyburn and the rest of them don't stand up, but sit back and allow for you know services for the poor and all of that to move forward. I guess that's what's, what's going to happen with this um, 
debt ceiling, and then they make excuses. So, I mean, it just goes to show the fraud of the white man. Check this out, Jay. Jay, This this past Wednesday, I played the piece. I played some things that Brother Paul has sent me. And one of the things he sent me a few weeks, about a couple weeks ago, was the the three nation states, Washington, D.C., London, and the Vatican, that really run the world. D.C. is the military arm. London is the economic arm. And the Vatican, of course, is the religious arm of this evil system. And, and, and one of the things about D.C. is there has never been any fight, even though Eisenhower warned of the military-industrial complex because it was forming at the time he was president and has continued through. No president has really challenged the military-industrial complex. They've, they've, they've kind of changed it to the prison-industrial complex. That was a diversion as far as I'm concerned, any other damn thing, because the military continues and will continue to be the top budget item so the military can maintain its dominance, its preeminence, and its ability to kill your ass at a moment's notice globally. This, it, it, so I, I didn't see it, Jay, but uh, now that you said that, I'm, I'm going to try to go back and, and, and look at that because the bottom line is, is that that's what maintains the Europeans' dominance in the world is the ability to kill your ass. The influence of religion is waning, okay, globally. The the the, oh, yeah, the monetary no system, the monetary system is having its issues as well, particularly because of Brex. That's about to crash. Because of Brex, right. That's right. And the thing is that most countries are moving forward with their own um economic right. um right you know, situation. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, sanctions are not on the level that it used to be. It's just unfortunate that the system is set up to whereas there has to be the haves and the have nots. You know, I mean Well you I know Jay know it, you know what that system that system of have and have nots, that's some European shit because they are the ones that that have at the expense of everybody having not. The African yeah, but system. That's why the place. But see, that's, that's the what I'm saying. For the that's why so we need European African liberation. That's why we need African liberation because we can have a holistic, a system, a social system to making sure that not. A whole group of people are poor at the expense of a group hey, of people. Hey, 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 hey listen, O.C., let me, let me say this to you. We will have a hard time getting African liberation as long as some of our people believe in the white man, the devil, the trash that he is could be a friend or ally. As long as we believe in that, get into a space where we can all live together in harmony, we're going to be in an effed up position and we're never, ever going to win. Because history has shown 
and proving that wherever there are people of color living amongst themselves and coexisting, as soon as that white man, that devil, whatever you want to refer to it, that Urugu comes within the circumference of the group, all hell break loose. Right. And so therefore, therefore no we have, so that, no place in history. so, so therefore, no, we no change history. Jay, 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 we change history. Therefore, it is repeated many, many times. It is shown. Okay. It defies all, all the problem because it is consistent. The bottom line is there has to be a break. And that break okay, is Okay, now let us. me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question, and let's be very straightforward and honest. The only way you're going to effing change history is to eliminate the Yorugu. There's no other way. I don't say... There's no compromise. There's no getting along with. There's no, there's no friendship. There's no nothing. There's no goddamn thing that's going to... The African people are going to survive Without killing the goddamn Yoruba. See, Stop let me say this. Game. Let me say this. Anything military at this moment is suicidal. Anything military is suicidal. That's a fact. We all know and that. And the reason, hold on, hold on, Jay. Hold on, Jay. The reason, hold on, Jay. Hold on, Jay. The reason why it has happened is because when the European came into Africa, he came in bottom line with superior weaponry. We had spears, we had some swords, we had some knives, but they had guns. They eventually had Gatlin guns. The thing is, and you've heard me say this, Jay, many times, is that the European has done what he has done because he's always found a better way to kill your ass. He's always found to now where the point is, he can blow this damn planet up two, three, four times over. Does he hold a hostage? Does he hold a planet hostage? I don't give a damn. Because to me, then go ahead and blow it up. Because I don't want your ass to have it. I don't want you to have it. I believe that if something like that would happen, human life, life in itself would not exist until the time that the earth cleansed itself and then, you know, uh, started all over. But damn it, I don't want the European to dominate. I don't want to live under the control of these crackers. I do not want it. And I don't want Africa. I don't want Africa to placate to Europeans any longer. It's been long enough. It's been long enough since the cracker that you've seen the pictures, Jay, or the cracker just laying, laying back and sitting on Africans and using African children as footstools or, or, or having them parade around in Africa on the shoulders of Africans. No, it's over. It's over, Jay. Oh, and so is my time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You don't want, to, you don't want your daddy to get on you. <laughs> so is my time. <laughs> Listen, family, I love y'all. You guys have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, African Liberation Day weekend. And uh, I'll be back here on Mondays, Brother brother Paul. I'm going to bond to all the callers, all the listeners, all the family. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon 
in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they sure in hell, damn it, don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Shemhotep, that means go in peace. Isante Sana means thank you. Bibi Fahardier, mm-hmm. our victorious destiny. Family, we will, we will be victorious.